0: Amen. We thank God for bringing us again. May God's name be praised in Jesus' name. Um, what do I want to say? (laughs) Okay, let's pray. I want to say a lot of things, but I don't even know where to start. So let's pray. Father, we thank you for bringing us again for another teaching in the Word of God. We appreciate you for how you are teaching us. I are opening our understanding because a lot of these things the church has forgotten. The celebrations they are doing here and there has made them to forget the true gospel. And then I am here in my little corner. You are sending me out, which I know that very soon you will bring large crowd to be listening to all this. And they will be coming to the Lord because it is the work of God. But all you just need me to do is to start father i thank you for the grace you have given me father lord i thank you for the word of god that has gone out to people that oh god we will do your will like the israelites when it was put before them and they say lord all that you say, we will do father lord we thank you for the word of god that is going out that is bringing people to yourself better be your name in jesus name father lord we are here again to hear from you almighty father please open our understanding Give us the heart that wants to do your will. Because it's another <laughs> grace of God that can help someone to say, God, I surrender to you. Please give us this grace. We don't want to, to be adamant. The Bible says, today when you hear his word, harden not your heart. We don't want to harden our hearts. Please help us. Give us the heart of flesh. Turn every stony heart to the heart of flesh. So that we can surrender ourselves to you in the name of jesus father come and have your way in the name of jesus blessed be the name of our god in jesus name we have prayed amen father lord i also pray for the grace and the spirit of god please fill me with the holy spirit jesus christ have your way oh lord make me a useful vessel to honor faith for the master's use in the name of jesus Father Lord, come and be attending to all my needs, oh Lord, so much that I will I will not need to be worried about what will I eat, where will I sleep, how will I live so that all those things will be taken care of and the work of God can be moving faster in the name of Jesus and help me to do it in your own way so that I don't I don't start doing things against what you are asking me to preach. Oh, Lord, I know that as you are leading me to preach these things, you are also using it in my life. Please help me, Lord, that I will do those things you are teaching me and you are making me to also teach. Please help me to do them. In the name of Jesus, help me to wait on you. Help me to be a good example of what you are making me to preach. In the name of Jesus. Father, this is another topic. You cannot serve God and mammon. Please, God, help us. Father, Lord, teach us. Have mercy. Take all the glory. In the name of Jesus. Please, open our understanding. Fill me with the Holy Spirit and refill me. Give me all trances. Have your way. In Jesus' name we have prayed. (laughs) Amen. Yes, before I started praying, I said I had a lot on my mind. So, what I wanted to say, like, I don't even know maybe I should say it, but those things that were on my mind were like, okay, God, take control. Maybe this time around I need to start advertising. You know, I was just thinking of so many things. I was just like, okay for people to hear, for this and that. It was just on my mind like that, like that. So I didn't even know maybe I should say it, or maybe I should just keep it to myself, But whichever we shall, you know. Those kind of thoughts that would be like, what should I do now? Okay, maybe I should advertise, maybe I should do this, maybe I should do that. You know, that was the kind of thoughts on my head. So it's not really related to the topic. Yeah, the topic now is, ye cannot serve God and mammon. <laughs> are you seeing that God is really really addressing ministers of the gospel nowadays? You can't serve God and mammon. What is it that was making Ophni and Phineas to to want to take things by force? First, they were not children of God, they were not saved. They just they just found themselves in the ministry. So if you are one of those people, please it's possible to Align yourself with the standard. You understand? It's possible. There are some people that became pastors because their father was a pastor. So, automatically, they have always known how to be a pastor. So, those are the type of opening and phineas. And some people, like many churches today, once they see that you are giving money in the church or something, I don't know their criteria. You know, without the calling, without God saying, I called you into the ministry, they just call them by themselves. So, some people, it is pastors that called them. So, but then you can still align yourself into that work. It's possible. You understand. You can align yourself into what you are supposed to be doing by getting closer to God and knowing the things of God, because God—that is one thing about God. If you get close to Him, that God, I want to know more about you. He will reveal Himself. It's not hidden like that. When Moses said, "Show yourself to me," God showed Himself, even though He didn't show everything, but He saw the backside of God. You understand? And it is a privilege. I mean, should I call it privilege? Like, it is a beautiful thing. It makes you uh, closer to God. When you are seeking more of God, you understand? People can come close to you and know the mind of God. So, but all the same, all I'm trying to say is that you can bring yourself to God, but if you are also... Doing the wrong things you can change. You understand? So may God help us. So uh it says he cannot serve God and mammon. I think we should read that Bible passage where it's coming from, so that we will get it better. <laughs> Matthew chapter six, Matthew chapter six, verse. 24, no. these are the teachings of Jesus, so let's read it, you know all this Matthew chapter 5, Matthew chapter 6, that when Jesus was teaching on that mountain, you, you remember, uh, verse 24, no man can serve two masters, for Heather he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other, ye cannot serve God and mammon. So you see, that's where the Bible passage is coming from. We cannot serve God and mammon. What does it mean? You cannot be running after money, looking for how people will donate to you, how you will buy private jets, and you are still serving God. That is what it's saying. You cannot be the tithe that every time you come to the altar, you are shouting, if you don't pay your tithe, if you don't give offering, if you don't give sacrifice, you are going to hell. And then you are still... Doing what God is sending you out to do. You you can't do the two together. It, and there are two opposite things. Mammon is the god of money. You understand? You can't serve God and Mammon. He said no man can serve two masters. It's said that you love one and you hate the other. So by the time your ministry is already after money, you have missed the two. You are no longer on the path to. That's what the Lord is telling us to do you can't have God and Mammon, and I think this is the time to read more of the Bible passages you couldn't read the last time and uh, some of the past topics. Excuse me, sorry about that. I need to put something in my stomach, so I just drank. Something, so let's go to some of these Bible passages we have not read before. This, um, um. okay, there are many, shall let me let's read this Amos. Let's see what God is saying in that Amos, Amos, uh, Amos chapter 5. Verse 21, I hate, I despise your feast days, and I will not smell in your solemn assemblies. You know, you you see that. Then 22, though you offer me burnt offerings and your meat offerings, I will not accept them. Neither will I regard the peace offerings of your fat beast. 23, take thou away from me the noise of thy songs, for I will not hear the melody of thy voice, Vials. Let judgment judgments run down as waters, and righteousness as a mighty stream. Have you offered unto me sacrifices and offerings in the wilderness forty years, oh, O house of Israel? But you have borne the tabernacle of your moloch, and chion your images, the star of your God, which he made to yourselves. Therefore I will cause you to go into captivity beyond Damascus, said the Lord, whose name is the God of hosts. Do you see that? God is saying all those and let's donate money and do this let's let's he said he, he hates them he said he hates them he said but by well, the time you are doing justice when when the first time they started having judges in Israel in the time of Moses it's so that there can be justice you understand somebody that have, um that that deserve justice should should be should get it. You understand those are the things, and this is this is these are still the things that God still call people to do today. I mean, ministers of the gospel. You understand. We should not be finding sinful things um, uh prejudice. Is that what they call it? Like favoritism, because this person is rich, then you favor them, but the one that is poor, you. You say they should not uh get it. How do I put it? Like you that is that is the worldly way. Those are the worldly way. It's not in the gospel. It's not part of what God is sending us sending his children or his ministers to do. So if if your own gospel is doing that, the Lord is telling you today that it's not part of the work of God. You cannot serve God and mammon. We are always saying, let us save money, let us bring money. I don't bring money. You know, a lot of TV ministers, I'm not saying if you should not ask for money, but the Bible is saying that you can't still be serving God and serve mammon at the same time. There are two people that are against each other. It's God that said it. It's Jesus that said it. He said you can't serve two masters. You can't be saying I am a child of God, and then you are always after money. How you can save money? I saying you want to use it to build house for God. You want to use it to do events. You Jesus said, God said in that same He said, I don't want it. I don't want those sufferings. I don't want those sacrifices. They stink. It smells. I will not even smell it. I will not even come close. Which means, what is God trying to say? Many of the big, big crusades you are doing today, that you are forcing people to bring money and you are after the money. Okay, how you can claim that you spend like 20 million naira on a project? Did God send you? Some people have not eaten since yesterday. God is saying, but what I'm asking you to do is judgment. You can't serve God. I'm God help us. You know, this word of God is very subtle, like I said. Like, it's so fragile. Okay, maybe the English is fragile. Maybe it's not subtle. It's so fragile that you would think you are still doing it the right way, but you have gone very far. You are already doing the wrong things. You can be calling the name of Jesus to do something. And then you're already doing it in the wrong way. You will see things, I'm still doing it to the right At least I'm calling the name of Jesus, you know. But it's through the word of God that we know. Because there's a part of the Bible that says, some people will just call the name of God and uh, God will say, I don't know you. You understand. So what is it trying to say? said It's trying to say that you can be calling the name of God and and you are you are far away from God. So you have to be very careful. So, and how can we be careful? It's by, are you doing justice? It's not that God will not ask you to do crusade. But let God plan this crusade for you by himself. Maybe it it's the work of God. Do you have to force yourself? Do you have to let him do it in his own perfect way? Just like many of the things I've said in the past, that in some of the topics we have done, that uh, is God's plan to bless us. Fine. But whenever we are waiting for that blessing, let it be that we are waiting for it while doing the things of God, while obeying God. The devil is very soft too. He will make you to, to get all these things, disobeying God. And by the time you disobey God, it's not. It's no longer from God. You understand? But God can bless you. That is why it says, seek it for the kingdom of God and His righteousness. You understand? So may God help us. Um, let's read. Oh, my God. I picked the wrong Bible passage. Oh, I wanted to read about... Um, where Jesus was talking to the Gentiles um, to the Pharisees, and I went and picked Matthew. This thing is not supposed to be Matthew, Matthew. Okay, <laughs> it cannot be Matthew. Okay, it's 23. Thank God I've seen it. It's Matthew chapter 23. Okay, it's Matthew chapter 23, it's not 25. Uh, Please allow me to to put something in my mouth. Excuse me. Yeah, thank you. So, I noticed that (laughs) before when I was trying to recover, I had to take all these things before I can even get up. But now that I'm stronger, So I notice that I have to be taking them in between. So that my strength can be renewed, you understand? So we thank God. So uh, let's read that Matthew chapter 23. Uh, 1 to 39. We are reading from beginning to the end. So after reading there, we now start discussing. Or maybe in between we can be discussing as the Holy Spirit leads. We want to see those things that, you know, there's the heritage of the Bible, it says, I mean, heritage of your Bible it says, Ojuban shake me What is he trying to say? Like, if something is, if someone is doing something wrong, you point the person's attention to what that person is doing. You understand? So we want to point ourselves. To the word of God. The word of God is a mirror. It will show you if you are still doing the right things or if you have run away. So we want to see ourselves in this word of God now. You understand? So that's what the word of God does. So as we are reading Him, may God give us the grace. Even if it's ugly, we should say, God, wash me clean. Have mercy on me. Because that what says. Maybe. the word of the lord is a is a mirror we need a mirror of truth in our life be careful my brother oh yeah i take it. let go be a judge and right you know where did he even start from he said um how often we look in the mirror we see you know, then it says something, then I say, Thou will cry out, ah, Tis not high, it's my brother. You understand? That's the mirror of God. The word of God is a mirror of truth. It will reveal yourself to you. You will see, am I ugly? Am I beautiful? Am I right in the sight of God? So, and it says many times when we hear this word of God, when we read the word of God, ah, it's not me, because the, the picture is so ugly. You see, this Holy Spirit is very powerful. That's why if you go to any church and nothing convicts you of your sinful ways, in that church you are in a very wrong church. If all they do in your church is bring money, bring money, your pastor is serving God and Mammon, and even you yourself is making you ten times worse, a double source of of Satan than himself, a source of hell than himself. You have to run, no, mm-hmm. because the goal of of our life here on earth is to get to heaven. So if your own church is wanting you to remain in the world without wanting you to go to heaven, you are in the wrong church, so may God help us. So let's quickly read some of these things that the Pharisees were doing. Then spake Jesus to the multitude and to his disciples, saying, The scribes and Pharisees sit in Moses said, All therefore, whatsoever they bid you, observe, that observe and do. But do not ye after their works, for they say, and do not. You see? These are the things that someone that is serving God and mammon, or that is serving mammon, because you can't serve God and mammon, but they will still try to claim they they are children of God, they are ministers of God. You understand? You can't do what they are saying. You can't do what they are doing, but they will say, just do what I say. It's not what God wants us to do. So don't be like that, people. Ministers of God, don't be like that. For they bind everybody's and grievers to be born and lay them on men's shoulders. Are you seeing it? When you are serving Mammon and not God, you will be putting every load on people. You will say, hey, You bring 100,000, you bring 1 million, you bring 30,000. Some of them will even, people that are in their because they say, you go and bring one hundred thousand. They know how they will still return this one hundred thousand to these other people. But they are trying to do it to show people that even someone close to me is bringing money to to the church. So how much more you you come and drop your own? You see, that's why I say that the gospel is very fragile. You can think you are still there, but you have gone very far away. I'm sure these Pharisees, before they got to this extent, it was small, small, small that the devil was tricking them until. They have found themselves that they have become thick sinners. But they were still always going out as children of God, like ministers of God. And people are still looking up to them in the temple. So may God help us. God wants us to be very, very alert and sensitive. May God help us. So that for again for the bind, everybody's and grievous to be born. Grievous, like very hard to, to carry, to be born. And lay them on men's shoulders. Please, if you are one of them, don't do it. You are serving mammon if this is what you do. But they themselves will not move them with one of their fingers. Are you seeing it? Those pastors that will say, uh, "If you need money, go and pray." But when they need money, they ask you to bring the money. You understand? That is, they cannot even lift their hands to give you out of out of what they have. But they will be sending you to the mountain. Go and pray. You know, there's a passage in the Bible, maybe it's James. He say, If your brethren need food, and then you have the food or you have the shelter, you say, Ah, God will provide. He say you are not doing it right. That little, even if you can't supply all the needs, but being there for that person at that particular time, it goes a long way. You have saved someone from the pit of hell by doing that. May God help us. And do it out of a good heart, because a lot of people nowadays, some pastors, they will help you and they will still want to to do evil to you. May God deliver us from all these things. Amen. Then five, but all their works they do for to be seen of men. They make broad their phylacteries and enlarge the borders of their garments, and love the uppermost rooms at feast, and the chief seats in the synagogues, and greetings in the market, and to be called of men, Rabbi, Rabbi. But be not he called Rabbi, for one is your master, even Christ, and all ye are brethren. And call no man your father upon the earth. For one is your father, which is in heaven. Are you seeing it all of you that you are calling Papa, Papa? God is saying, don't do it. Sure you You did see him now. You see that it's in the Bible. If one person is making everybody to call him Papa, 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 Papa Father, Father, uh, you are doing contrary to the will of God. It's only God that is your father in heaven. Me neither, I don't call people Papa, Papa. They think I am... I am proud. I am not proud though. Even even that was what uh, Aman wanted to kill Mordecai for because he refused to bow down to him like others. And God fought for him. Which means, don't do it. Many of these papa papas, some of them have done some kind of demonic things to put people under their bondage. So, pray to God to get you out of that bondage. Uh, Let's continue. Uh, 10. Neither be called masters. Neither be you called master, for one is your master, even Christ. But he that greatest among you shall be your servants. And whosoever shall exalt himself shall be abased. And neither shall humble himself shall be exalted. But woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! For you shut up the kingdom of heaven against men. For ye neither go in yourselves, neither suffer ye them that are entering to go in. Please don't be that kind of minister. That is shutting the, the gate of heaven against people. Please, please, please let people know that what they are doing is sinful. These are the things God is calling us out to do. He said, Rescue the perishing. That is the message to rescue the perishing, not to make the perish to feel comfortable in their sin. If you come under your sermon and they feel comfortable sinning against God, you are not preaching the gospel. Though. May God help us. But who want to use scribes and Pharisees? Hypocrites. For you shut up the kingdom of heaven against me, for you neither go in yourselves, neither suffer ye them that are angry to go in. 14. Who unto to use scribes and Pharisees? Hypocrites. For you devour widows' houses. You see? And for a presence, make long prayer. Hmm. Therefore, you shall receive the greater damnation. These are people that will go to people that don't even have, and they ask them to give all that they have. They will call it the widow's might. You remember that place in the Bible where that woman gave all that she had? You know, that was between her and God. It wasn't that it was the pastor that came and forced her to come and give it. It's between her and God. So you don't have to go there and then you start praying. Ah, may the Lord bless you now as you are giving everything that you have put in your hands. You know, God forgive me for saying this because some people will want to say, I'm not saying it right. Fine, God commanded that we should give our first fruit offerings. But some churches that they will ask you to drop all your salary of that particular month, where do you expect to eat? Where do you expect to eat? I think the people that that kind of thing can work for, maybe they have some extras somewhere. But if that is all that you have, don't don't be so foolish to go and drop everything like that. I don't think God will still be angry with you if you don't drop everything like that. And this first fruit of free, most of the time, it's always the first fruit of, of uh, your your gain. Maybe you just got a new job or something. Or you just graduated and the very first job you are doing, you understand. So it's a sacrifice between you and God. So it's not that they will now be, be putting fear in your heart that every year, then you see you just finished Christmas, there is no food in the house, there is nothing. And then you now have to drop all these things, you know. I'm not condemning these churches. I'm just making our eyes to open to the things of God. As we are learning from God, we are learning from the Bible, isn't it? So, may God help us. May God open our understanding. So, this is between personal, personal. Even if I say it from now to tomorrow, it will still be the Holy Spirit that will convince each person in their little, little corners. You understand? But what I'm trying to say is that, People that will say and drop this offering, the Lord will bless you, the Lord will take care of your needs. They are the ones that that God is talking about. He said they, after they have, they have, where is that passage? They devour widows' those houses, those people that don't have. If these people have, you, you said give your false offering for that, it's not the problem. But some people don't actually have, and you now put fear in their heart that if they don't drop it, they will not have money like those people that have money. You know, it's very wrong. It's very, very not correct. Then, for a priest, if you don't make long prayers, start praying for them that, ah, you have dropped this money, you will get thousands and millions by tomorrow. Is that how it works? When the person is not a thief. That's why you are leading a lot of people to go and be stealing, to go and be defrauding their their people. You see, I was telling my mom recently that a lot of all these things that these people that will say, bring 2,000 naira, you will have, I will give you 10 million naira. I said, it's a lie. I told her it's a lie. Don't allow yourself to go into such things, because by the time this person gives two thousand, two thousand, all of them give two, two, two thousand. That is their gain. That is the money they wanted to collect from you. They just use that terminal to make people want to drop that money. You understand? So what I'm trying to say there, what I'm trying to say there is that if people in the world are doing these things, don't let it come to the church. Don't deceive people. You drop two thousand today, but tomorrow we are giving you ten million. By tomorrow, God will give you ten million. Did God send you to say that? All those teachings that that God gave about giving an offering in the Bible did God ever say this in any place that you give two Nera and, and by tomorrow it become twenty million? Did God say that in the Bible? He says, "Give and it shall be given unto you." It, Where well, is it's even saying give and it shall be given unto you? It's even talking about among ourselves, not to the church. When any offering that is coming to the church must be very sacred. It must be according to the plan of God, according to okay, I've I've have um, I've I have um I have worked for this month. This is my tithe, okay. Then I want to give offering. You understand? It's not to put labor on people. So if you are the type that you are putting labor on people to make yourself fat, you are serving mammon. That's what the Bible is saying. And if you are the one that devour people's houses, they sell some choices, they ask them, come and bring your land, bring your house, bring your car. Uh-uh. Don't be doing that. And these people will be going on feet, no food, nothing, nothing. We have, we have some sacrifices that God will lead you to do. But, it's not for you now to be forcing it on people to do. It's very wrong. And it's not even the plan of God that people should should be homeless. When God said, come to the house of God. I mean, when God said, the, the, the gospel is to feed the poor. The gospel is to house the homeless. And now, people are becoming homeless while coming to church. You can say that it's against what God asks us to do. So may God help us. There are a lot to learn in that passage, but let's end it here because of time. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for the word of God has gone out. Oh Lord, we have said all that you ask us to do, we will do. Please give us grace. Help us in the name of Jesus. Father, hoping of understanding, let the word of God has gone and let it do what you are saying now to do in Jesus' name. Father, Lord, I also pray that you fill me with the Holy Spirit and refill me up with the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Thank you. God bless you. Bye.